ladies and gentlemen. It's your man Andre Ramon coming to you a little prematurely uh, on his special uh, addendum to episode 3. We're going to call this episode 3.5 of Lo-Fi Beats Radio. And again, this is Andre Ramon. I'm your host. And uh, I just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, put out a special episode that kind of goes along with the last one, which was simply a mix of my lo-fi hip-hop beat tape slash instrumental hip-hop album called Moonlight. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, wanted to talk a little bit about it, give you a little insight into what went into it and, and what my thought process was on uh, the various tracks and if it's a little noisy you have to bear with me uh, I really didn't have time to uh, to accomplish this episode so I had to make some time I have a commute that is about 70 miles uh, each way and I get a lot of time in the car and the sound obviously isn't the best so I'd probably record all the episodes here, but uh, for sake of quality, you know, I do that at home, but this is just a, a special episode, it's, it's not really an official episode, so I just decided to uh, to record it here in the car, so just bear with me. Um, I'm in Southern California, so if you know anything about Southern California and driving and traffic and all that, you can sympathize. Hopefully I won't be here for too much longer. We have our sights set on Texas, Fort Worth to be exact. So uh, that's the goal over the next year. And uh, I don't even know why I'm saying that. Just putting it out in the ether. Just, uh, you know, if you speak about it, it kind of helps it to come to pass. Uh, or so LeVar Ball told me. Anyhow, uh, Moonlighting just want to go through each of the tracks and give you a little insight and a little sneak peek into you know my mindset and, and everything so the first track was called uh, coast with me that was the first track I did for the project in fact I didn't have an album necessarily or a beat tape to start I just wanted to get something out um, if you've throughout this course of the time you've listened to this show uh, maybe you've checked out my website andreramon.com but I have a, a, a blog post on there that says so I'm a lo-fi hip-hop producer and it kind of explains that I've been producing hip-hop music since the 90s and going back early early on to when I started you could listen to the music and say oh he's always been producing lo-fi hip-hop but I wouldn't have called it that it was abstract hip-hop or underground hip-hop I was just trying to be Jay Dilla really starting in the late 90s at least early on I was trying to be Dr. Dre I switched to try to be Jay Dilla and DJ Quick and a bunch of other different people but uh, in particular I was trying to trying to do you know soul hop soul-based hip-hop, sample-based hip-hop, and um, so when I really kind of found out about this movement and really all the different people behind it and the different mixes and 
DJs and shows and, and producers, I was really excited and I was like, I have to be a part of this. So I wanted to put something together that I could from then on kind of label as lo-fi hip hop. And so Coast With Me was that track. And I really put a lot into it. I found a, a movie that had some great cinematic soundscapes and I sampled it. And uh, that's where that came from. And uh, in, in the process of creating that track, it inspired me to to want to put put a beat tape together. So that's what I did. And I feel like that track sort of stands out. It doesn't really sound like anything else on the project. That vibe kind of stands alone. Because um, sort of through the course of creating the project, I kind of pinpointed a little bit more of what I want my sound to be now for 2017. And, and uh, so that track is a bit of an anomaly, but um, but it's one of my favorites. And somebody online, on I think it was on YouTube, had said, oh, I love this track. It, it reminds me of my childhood. And that was the kind of, like, the best compliment I could get because um, I want people to feel with the music that I make. It's coming from a place of, of my heart. And I wanted to, to conjure up feelings and emotions and I feel like lo-fi hip-hop does that a lot. Damn, bruh. Slow down. Anyway, it does that a lot. And uh, it's important for me to, to really convey emotion in the music that I that I make. So that's track one. Track two is called Eden. And it actually was the second track that I started to make for the project. I promise the whole album is not chronological in the way that I created it. But the first two tracks are... And uh, this one, I, I heard the sample, and I had it in my mind for a while that I wanted to use it for something. I thought I was gonna make a trap beat to it. Um, but I started messing with it, and it just flowed. It just came together. Like, I literally, as soon as I chopped the sample, I put the drums to it, and the way I produced the drums was the way that the drums ended up. Just like, initially, I just sat down and made those drums, I sat down and chopped the sample that way. I arranged the track that way, all you know, within a couple hours of me just messing with it, and and, and it just came together, almost like a fully formed track, just instantly. However, the mixing took weeks because I just couldn't get it right. The levels were weird, and it just it kept sounding distorted. But I loved the track. I, I absolutely loved the sample. It was so beautiful to me, and. When I think of beauty, you know, kind of conjures the idea of flowers and roses. And the name came about because my daughter is actually named Eden. And her middle name is Rose. And there is an actual rose called the Eden Rose. And so it really, it just conjured up those thoughts in my mind. And so early on when I was creating the track, I just had that idea in my head and, and she happened to be walking by while I was working on it one day. And I was like, hey, come here, Eden, check this out. She listens to my beats, she always does. She has an opinion on everything and uh, she, she is really into it and she wants to make beats herself. But I, I let her listen to it and she was like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, you know what I'm gonna call it? She was like, no, what? I was like, Eden, and her face lit up and that wasn't daddy saying, I'm gonna make a track and 
name it after my daughter. It, it really was more organic than that. It just, that's what the track name was going to be. It just was. And it just it happened to work out that it was something that, you know, that she really appreciated and, and liked. Although she's probably sick of the track by now, as much as she had to hear it during the mixing process. We even went on a little uh, trip as a family and a road trip and it's playing you know constantly so she probably kind of got sick of that but it is what it is track three is uh called the hero and the coward and actually now that i think about it it it, it kind of was the third track kind of not because i started messing with that sample and those drums actually i take that back i had some different drums that were more 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 of a trap beat because it, it really was it still kind of is a trap beat but it was more traditional you know kind of what's popping right now like some metro booming type stuff and uh and i had messed with it kind of as a skeleton i think even before i started this whole project but came back to it once i started the project so um really as far as me arranging it and coming up with the drums that I ultimately came up with yeah that was that was the third track in the process and uh, I sort of pulled back from the way it sounded initially because I didn't want it to be a track that sounded like somebody should be creating a full song to it I, I wanted it to have a trap vibe to it but still feel lo-fi, so I, I use the, uh, if any producers are out there that make lo-fi hip-hop, you know about uh, the Unstable plugin, which coincidentally is very unstable on my system. It crashes my computer all the time, or rather FL Studio, which is what I use to make music. Uh, but that's the plugin I use to get that sort of distorted uh, sound on the sample to make it sound like a, like a warped record which I love that plug-in, even though it gives me hell. Anyway, um, so th that's kind of the way the music came together, and I just heard vocals on it. I had uh, the vocals that I ended up using. Obviously, I didn't make a full vocal song, but I wanted to incorporate some of those vocals, and that's me, if you didn't know, um, rapping on there from a track that I did years back maybe a good five years back uh for a project that was um surrounding these these boxers these brothers that were boxers the evangelou brothers and if you go on spotify or or uh, uh you know uh google play or whatever you'll you'll know what track i'm talking about you can hear it it's it's on there but it's a track that i did called boom and i did it for for that project for, the, for those boxers they were uh, a couple of brothers who were boxers out of the uk and they wanted like a mixtape to go along with their boxing performances or whatever so anyway so i i used some of that i used the hook and, and some of the lyrics for it and just fit and then I found the, the sample of uh, Customato, who's a famous uh, trainer, very well known for having trained and discovered uh, Mike Tyson. Um, I just loved what he was saying about the hero and the coward and sort of the thin line between the two. So I incorporated that into the song. That's pretty much it for that one. Next up we have Sadlands. Sadlands comes from a track that I created called Moon Park, which you can hear on my SoundCloud page. 
uh, I created a track for this contest, this lo-fi contest, and I submitted it, and nothing came of it. So I was like, I'm not wasting this, I want to use it. And the track had this breakdown in it that I ultimately used as the main, you know, riff for, for the Sadlands track, and I just played some piano over top of it and added some different drums and that's really a, a snare and a, a, a really pitched, you know, a low pitched uh, uh, snap, like a finger snap on there. And really the inspiration behind that is it just felt like, uh, well, initially the inspiration came from Moon Park. Moon Park was a place that I used to go to growing up in Anaheim, uh, a place called Brookhurst Park, where they had designed it to look like you're on the moon. There's craters and tunnels. It was really dope, like the best park you can imagine as a kid. And um, so I would go there. It, it's sort of a nostalgic thing. Um, but what I didn't know growing up is that it was an iconic place for skaters. Skaters would go and they would do tricks off of the side of the craters and all that kind of stuff. It's really well known. And they used to call it Sadlands. Sadland sort of fits with sort of the nostalgic feeling of the track because you know uh, when you think about childhood and things of a nostalgic nature it, it could it could be a little sad a little bittersweet because you love those memories but kind of sad that that part of your life is gone so it just felt right to call it Sadlands because it just conjured up that that imagery for me and, and that um, era of my uh, childhood so that's Sadlands Next up is uh, Harlem. Harlem is a track that predates this project. So it wasn't for this project. It was actually a different track that I was gonna rap to. And I, uh, it had fuller drums. It was, it was different, but the sample was the same and the main sample and uh, some of the percussion samples that I used in there were the same. So I basically made a track out of an existing track. And uh, that one really kind of felt nostalgic as well, a little bit. And when I was creating the, the song that I was gonna rap to, it had to do with uh, dreams. And that's why you can hear the common sample there where he's saying dreams. I kept that in there. And it also included a sample from Langston Hughes. He's got a poem called Harlem where he talks about uh, what happens to a dream deferred. And, uh, and so when I created the track, the Langston Hughes sample, I titled Harlem. And so when it came time for this project, when I was recreating the track or creating a new track out of an existing one, I, uh, I was trying to think of what to call it, and that the word Harlem came to mind, which also felt like Harlem. I had a chance to go to New York back in 2010, I believe it was, for a music project. I was working with a team at the time, and it was an artist that we were working with who had a showcase, and I went out and helped out with that. And my manager at the time, Kyle, he happened to live in Harlem, and so, that's where we stayed at his house in Harlem and I, I really enjoyed it I, I love the idea of the history of Harlem and what it means especially for the black experience in America 
So Harlem has a place in my heart. And even predating that, it um, uh, I did a, uh, a report on Langston Hughes, who is really synonymous with Harlem. Uh, and that was in high school. And I got to know him and what he was about and his work. And I just fell in love with what he contributed and, and what happened in the Harlem Renaissance. And I say all that to say, that I actually named my son Hong. My son was born a year ago, and that's his name. So again, I didn't set out to say, I'm gonna make a track named after my son. It just sort of organically came together that way. And um, so because of that, I uh, had him make a little cameo at the end, if you could hear, if you wondered why there's a random uh, you know, baby sound, that, that's my boy. Um, you know, making his appearance, his first appearance on Wax. Uh, my my uh, rapping day started at the age of 10, so he beat me by like nine, oh, more than nine years, really. Uh, so that's, that's Harlem. Then we have uh, a track called uh, Turn My Head Around. Turn My Head Around I'll be frank with you. It, it, it was. It, it felt like it was a filler track at first, and I was just determined to to have a project that didn't have any filler. So I went back and I worked on it and I worked on it and and I really felt proud of what I came up with. There, there's a uh, prominent sample of hi hats that I. I it, it, the sample may have a name. I, I don't know the name. Um, there's a prominent sample that has been used in hip-hop for years and years and I wanted to make that. I didn't want to find the sample and use it. I wanted to make or recreate that sound and I came pretty close on that and if you, if it conjures a, a memory when you hear those hats, you know what I'm talking about. Um, that track uses a sample from the same film that Coast With Me uses. It uses the actual audio, the actual dialogue, rather. And in the scene that I used, it's a it's a man and his girlfriend, and he's actually going to use drugs in front of her. And she's like, do, do we have to do this? And he's like, I just want to turn my head around. And she's like, I just want to be like regular people. And it just reminded me of conversations that I have with my wife about music. When it's like 10 minutes until we have to go to be somewhere, and I'm sitting down, I'm at the computer, and I'm getting busy, and she's like, do we have to do this? And I'm like, I just wanna turn my head around, because music is my savior in some ways, not my savior savior, that would be my Lord and savior, that's a different story, I don't wanna sound blasphemous. That's not what I'm saying, but in a way, music has saved my life because it's a focus for me, and it's a, it's a release for me, in the way that someone who maybe has an addiction could, could find that their addiction might play that, that part in their life. So music is that for me, and it just reminded me of that. It just reminded me of conversations that I have with my wife. So I used that, and she got a kick out of that when I told her recently. I told her way after I released the project, but um, so she was surprised to hear it, but she got kind of a kick out of it, and she used it as an opportunity to kind of dig a little deeper. Yeah, you, you do do that. Yeah, we are about to leave, and you do that. You, you don't give me enough props for that. So uh, shout out to, to my wife for... for uh, really putting up with a lot and if you're a producer out there and you're in a relationship you know what i'm talking about definitely or if you're in a relationship with someone who is a producer you know what i'm talking about as well so um definitely proud of this track 
it uh, there was a similar somebody used the same uh, uh, sample as me and I was listening to Steezy if you listen to Steezy on um, on YouTube their mixes are freaking dope and the main like chords that are that are used in the sample there I'm sitting there listening and somebody's got a track and they were using the sample the same way I used it and I was like man that, that's whack like how did they think to do it just like I did it so I actually went back and revamped the way the sample kind of works in the track so it's a little bit different but maybe somebody out there can hit me up on Twitter if you know what track I'm talking about that uses the same it's like I don't know if it's Rhodes or, or some kind of electric piano that I sampled there which is from a sample pack somewhere that I got along the way so it's definitely fair game to use or whatever no no issues there um, but uh, but I'd be curious to know I didn't get to write down what that track was so I don't know what it was but anyway same sample moving along because this really wasn't supposed to be this long and I'm almost home so <laughs> let me try to wrap this up real quick uh, next up we have Cru Cruise With Me so there was Coast With Me now there's Cruise With Me this track was more of a polished 808 bass track that I had done not for this project just had laying around for probably a year and it really had a sound based on the, the main sample that I used uh, it had a sound that sounded like it, it just fit the vibe that I wanted to end this project with the only problem was the track was too polished it was too much of like you'd hear it on the radio maybe not exactly because it was a little sleepier than say you know XOXO tour life or something like that but it's still an 808 based track that was really produced and polished so I muddied it up again I went to my old faithful unstable plugin and I was able to kind of distort the sample a little bit and I used uh, uh, oh, this bit crusher that I use that's really dope it allows me to, to lower the bit rate and I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head I wanted to shout, shout it out this is a free plugin I'll have to get back to y'all on that. Let me actually just pull over before I pull into my complex. So give me a little time to, to wrap this up. Um, so that that's how that track came about when I muddied it up and sort of lo-fied it up, if that's a verb I can use. Uh, it worked. It sounded great and it fit with the vibe I was going for for the last part of this, this project. So I was really happy with that. And originally it was a longer track that had a breakdown at the end where it just totally, not totally because it was the same sample, but just flipped in a different way, but it substantially changed. So instead of doing that, I know lo-fi hip hop tracks tend to be pretty short. So what I did was I split it in two and had another separate track that I made the title track of the project called Moonlighting. So I'm sure if you've heard the project enough, uh, you could kind of tell that it's uh, very similar. Um, and so Moonlighting, moving right into that one, it was, uh, again, just just that uh, the outro of Cruise With Me that I decided to make its own track. And let me turn that off. That's probably annoying sounding, uh, my signal there. Uh, and it's one of my favorite tracks on the project. That one I really kind of distorted a lot. I love the way the... Uh, the, the synth bass kind of turned out when I dropped the bit rate on that one and it muddied it up a bit. It just worked really well and it had this this uh, 
I don't know, it kind of sounded like an early 80s vibe a little bit. And I was looking for a horn sample, so I got on Looperman and was just trying to find something that would fit. And there was a sample that was in the perfect key. I didn't even have to do much to it. It just, it just worked. So I threw that on there. If you've uh, analyzed it enough, you know what I'm talking about. And it just worked. And so that's, that's moonlighting. Uh, the whole kind of concept behind the, the album as a whole is, um, you know, I, I have a busy life. I explained I'm a reservist in the military. I have a long commute. I work a civilian job. A husband and a father there's a lot going on in my life so if I want to make music if I want to create podcasts and websites and I'm finding some time to even learn to code right now I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I do but I have to do it when everybody's asleep I, I moonlight as as a producer and as a entrepreneur and as a podcast host and so moonlighting is my that you know my time to uh to fulfill my dreams and so that's what i do and um it's really a world that you know i've kind of created for myself everybody's everybody's knocked out and, and here i am just just grinding and um and i really that the visual if you've seen the uh the album cover a visual like the balloons and the night sky that's me like i'm up there with an mpc and and a laptop man that that's that's where i'm getting busy like in my head at least i'm i love literature and i, I just like you know i've always had a healthy imagination and so um that's sort of where i'm at in my imagination is in another world just you know creating and uh hopefully that's not too out there for y'all <laughs> but uh but that's it man that's that's really that's me in a nutshell this project was close to my heart and um it's a long time coming, man. Long, long time coming. So, uh, I hope you hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear some feedback. Um, it's available uh, on YouTube, multiple places. Uh, I even have a, a Lo-Fi Beats Radio YouTube account that I created, and I uploaded it there along with each of these episodes, so you can uh, relive these episodes if you want to. Uh, the track is available on Bandcamp, andreramon.bandcamp.com. You can go to andreramon.com slash listen. Um, there's some other folks who have shared the music, and I'll, I'll save that because I don't have all that info handy, um, as well as some shout-outs that I need to make uh, real quick, though I will do some shout-outs. But, but everything else I'll save for the next regular episode. Because, again, I'm sitting in my car on the side of the road and it's just, I don't have everything handy. So, um, I'm going to end this episode here, but I do want to shout out my wife, Sarah, who I love very much. She's, as I mentioned, very patient, uh, being married to a producer and somebody who has all kind of crazy harebrained schemes and ideas and things to do, like crazy podcasts and stuff. And uh, she's very supportive. She's my number one supporter and i appreciate that my kids harlem and eden who i love very much who have inspired me to create this project uh shout out to y'all i couldn't be more blessed i honestly am just immensely blessed with an amazing family uh my mom who has always been my biggest fan my biggest yes man as i call her uh why, why aren't you doing that? How come you don't have an album out? Well, I heard you loud and clear, Mom, and, and 
it's time to, to really do all the things that you've always told me I could do and uh, I'm not gonna let anything stop me anymore. Shout out to my brother, Frank, who's always been supportive and always been encouraging. Uh, there's projects I released, not really released, but little tapes and stuff I put together like 10, 15 years ago. He's still like, you need to put that out, man. That's That was dope, man. Like that, That's the kind of support you want in your family and in your life. And then also I want to shout out my brother-in-law, Dorian, who when I put this project out, he didn't know I was putting something out. We used to rap together back in the day. Anyway, he didn't know I was putting something out and you know, he saw that I put it out and he was just a real voice out there saying, yo, this is really dope. Everybody check this out. He was sharing it. I appreciate that kind of stuff because I make music. I don't know who's going to like it or where it's going to go. But when people gravitate to it and they really appreciate it, that means a lot to me. So definitely shout out to him. There may be some folks that I'm missing, but um, that's about it for now. I'm going to catch y'all in the next episode. God bless you as always. And I'll talk to you just in a couple of days when the new uh, regular episode is out. I hope uh, it wasn't too distorted and loud and crazy and horns honking and, and all that stuff because it's uh, it's me driving. So just bear with me on that uh, or hope that you have bared with me on that. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. God bless you. Talk to you soon.